podcast is part of the 80s Ruled Network. Visit the 80s Ruled on Facebook for more 1980s awesomeness. The largest 1980s shared movie universe. Welcome back to another episode of 1980s Now. Where? Okay, I'm trying to remember the new thing. Okay, and I'm not going to be what you want, but it's going to be something. It's like uh, an examination of 1980s. What are you doing over there? An examination. Welcome of back 1980s to the pop. 1980s Now. An examination of the importance of 1980s pop pop culture and its influence today. My name is Will, and joining me as always is my friend and co-host Ray. Hello. And my friend and co-host Cat. Hi guys. Hello. On today's show, we're going to be talking about shared movie universes. I'm still thinking about those guys from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> They're dumb, oh, I figured. dumb theory that they stole from somebody else. And I don't You're think, having trouble letting this go, I see. It's just, you know what really <laughs> frustrates me with that is? The people I present this to and expect to be on my side, like Ray, or like my wife, people I'm close with, are like, yeah, that's really cool. I like that. They might have, Back <laughs> to the did. Future and Goonies might have happened on the same day. I'm like, Why? A lot of things happen on the same day. You know, I was wondering if we should have a segment where do you guys ever listen to the show and then think, oh, you know what I should have said? Or, oh, yes, I just thought of a thing. Like, I feel like we need to have like an old news, like, you know, when, like when you go to a meeting at the school board or something, they have like old news huh. and new news. Mm-hmm. It's like Robert's mm-hmm. Rules of Order. Maybe we should do In something fact, like that. In fact, I just that. did that. I just was thinking I should have said that instead. Do you have one? We could do it. I was thinking I probably shouldn't have not said that uh, Lance Guest wasn't hot. Although that's not what I said. Yeah. But you asked if I had a, a visceral yeah. <laughs> reaction, right? Yes. And I was like yeah. talking about something else. And I mm-hmm. thought, what? I didn't even answer the question. What? Hmm. The correct answer was Lance Guest is hot as huh? Right. Because what if he listens to the show? <laughs> right. And then that's I'm the correct like, answer. He does. He does all the time. Anything else? Um, and let's see. She takes notes, right? I, <laughs> I don't know what she's doing over there. She's got a little pad. You thought you were cool with your notebook in your trapper keeper? She's got one of those little Jesus pads. Christ, man. Little assignment pad. Oh, she does have I one got too. uh Okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm the one who's I got lame. post-its notes. I'm the lame one here. Oh, it's got Check like an eighties pattern on it too. Oh, this it gets more eighties as you open it. Oh, is this it something does. you found in your mom this, mom's place? Uh, well, I found it a couple of years ago. Well, mm. actually actually a lot of years ago. Yeah, this was my brother's huh. with all the 80s. That is it was a Ninja Turtle folder. Your brother must have failed out of school. Wow. Because that thing is in <laughs> super great shape. You should <laughs> do homework. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Um, I had a, a funny recording memory, or, or I was thinking like, ooh, it's like an 1980s now connection. Yep. After I listened to the behind the scenes thing. And I remembered how my sister and I in the early, it must have been early 80s. It was like. 80 or 81, we discovered an old tape cassette recorder at my grandparents' house. And we were like, this is so cool because it had a little microphone coming off of it. Mm. And we would record ourselves pretending to be DJs. Oh, yeah. Like for Z100, it was like Scott Shannon, Ross Britton, you know, this. uh, And and, Mr. um, Leonard. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Leonard. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. This this is a local New York station that Kat and I Mm -hmm. grew up listening to, Z100. But um, mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm sorry. So we would do hours and hours. We would record yeah. ourselves, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we never listened to ourselves one time. <laughs> yeah. I think we did, but we were like, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would just record more. <laughs> and, and there was something about that. That was, you know, yeah. that, you know, whatever, whatever it was. And we, we would perform songs or whatever. <laughs> and it just was like, wow, I'm doing that thing that I did way back mm-hmm. in the early 80s. But um, Are yeah, you listening not, not to the as... show now and saying it's boring though? No, Hope not. I was not bored at all <laughs> listening to us. Gosh. In fact, I shouldn't have been laughing as much as I was. But no. I, was... <laughs> uh, I, I yeah. laugh all the time when I listen to it. <laughs> Funny's funny. Uh, yes, I like that. Funny is funny. Yeah, when I go back and listen, it's because I don't remember what we did. So it's like a whole new show. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> He's like, I like this show. I'm going to subscribe. Like that this guy, is a good show. That guy said subscribe. These guys are hilarious. I'm not going to buy a shirt, though. That one dude is really insistent on buying a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
mm. pick up. I'm not getting a coffee cup. <laughs> I don't know. All right, what are we doing tonight? All right, let's do it. Okay, hey, let's get caught up on 1980s news. Hey, on today on 1980s news, we have just learned via deadline that Henry Cavill is mm-hmm. poised to appear in a reboot of one of my favorite films from the 1980s, Highlander. <laughs> of course, the original 1986 film starred... Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery and Clancy Brown is the terrifying, uh, what was he called in that movie? Something with a K. Yeah. Kurgan. Kurgan. The Kurgan. Yeah, that's it. You know, the film where all these immortals hunt each other down because there could only be one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It spawned four sequels. What? And three television series, including the popular USA series starring Adrian Paul. Well, it turns out that Henry Cavill is in talks to play some character in the film. We don't know which. Maybe he's Mm -hmm. the new Kurgan. Maybe he's the new Highlander. But, uh, you know, once again, they're taking a shot at taking something from our youth and seeing if they can't make it successful again. I guess the most promising thing about this is that the uh, film is being helmed by Chad Stahelski. 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 We've talked about this guy so many times on the show. He's awesome, man. (laughs) He is a former stuntman, stunt coordinator Mm -hmm. who worked on, I want to say, the Matrix films with Keanu Reeves and ultimately wound up directing the John Wick films with Keanu Reeves. So, hey, that's promising right there. And yeah. he stepped in during The Crow when Brandon Lee died and he finished that movie. Oh, I didn't know that. No, well, yeah. he, he finished it standing in for Brandon Lee's character? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did the, the rest double? of the, the shoot. Yeah, he was the body double for that. I had no idea. Thank you yeah, for I that. do know some shit. Right. I am so confused. You guys don't <laughs> like remakes. What is going on here? All right, well, here's the problem I have with yeah. this one, all right? Mm-hmm. The, the woman or... Uh-oh. Yeah, all right, the woman <laughs> writing the script. <laughs> Remember our conversation before with HR? Um, the only thing she's done worth the crap was the right. Alex Cross movie. Wait, all right. Wait, who are you talking about? Uh, Carrie Williamson. <laughs> oh, okay. She's writing the script for this. She's writing the script. So that's like when your kid comes to you mm-hmm. and says, hey, I colored a picture. Yeah. It's art. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not art. It's a colored picture. So you took a... Uh, what is it? Pattinson book? Patterson? Patterson. And she wrote the script off his book. Oh, Alex Ross. So then we we can go down the rabbit hole here. Don't have to. We could. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, the director's awesome. Henry, the only good movie he's done, in my opinion, yep. is um, The Man from Uncle. What? He was great. That's got to be his weakest <laughs> film. And I, I did. Absolutely love that movie. Everything else he's done is Total crap. Mm. So so I went down the rabbit hole. Everybody else involved with this is absolute junk. Mm. Oh, boy. All of them. Okay. So there you go, But Cap. then- There it is. But I went back and looked at the original Highlander. Yeah. And the guy who wrote it, this was his first script. Yep. The director, the only movie he did that I know of is Razorback. Yeah. Which is a dumb, basically a pig movie. Okay. The genre. Yeah. I'm just like- The uh, popular genre of pig. So I'm like, and, and Christopher, as you, I pronounce it Lambert. Incorrectly. So- <laughs> But he really hadn't done anything up to that point either. But Sean yeah. Connery had. Sure, of course. Well, yeah. So I'm actually kind of hopeful for this one mm. because everyone involved in the original really didn't have a lot of qualifications. So maybe this is the way to go. Hmm. So you're saying, Will, this was one of your favorite movies? Or you really liked it? It's certainly one I enjoyed when I was younger. Absolutely. It was very exciting okay. to watch as a kid. Yeah. Maybe it would have been exciting to me when I was a kid. But <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Look, I think... It, it has its moments that mm-hmm. are good. And the, the mm-hmm. thing, the worst thing about it for the film, the Highlander film for me is the sequel because it ruins the whole lore of the first film. The first film okay. was like a high adventure fantasy film. And the second film mm-hmm. is like sci-fi. It turns out they're immortal because they're aliens from another planet or something like that. It's since oh, been retconned out of there, I think. Uh, the TV show is really good though. Yeah. It's ignored the second movie, right? Yeah. Well, with the one with Adrian Paul was actually yeah. really good. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. And I also like how the TV show brought in a bunch of huge stars to just, Pat just it. do, just to be on it. I mean, it was cool. Didn't yeah. see it. All right. <laughs> well, hey, we don't we don't know much more about it except they've been trying to make this film for a long time, including uh, years ago when they when Ryan Reynolds and uh, Justin Lin were involved at various points. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other eighties news, and this comes to us via slashfilm.com, Call of Duty is adding some. 1980s content to one of their very popular games. Mm-hmm. Do either of you guys play video games? No. You know I don't. That's right. I have yeah. played video games when my son was younger 
you yep. try to get me into Lego Star Wars mm. or Oh, that's a good thing. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was um challenging for me. Mm. And uh Mario Kart. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, th- those are are fun. But um I don't yeah, I don't really play video games anymore. Mm. But my son does enjoy that type of game. And maybe considering his mother's new profession as podcaster, <laughs> where she talks about 80s pop culture, he'll be interested to know that Call of Duty's mm-hmm. announced a new 80s action hero update to their game, Call of Duty Warzone, that will add John Rambo and John McClane. And what do they call it? Levels? Areas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> maps. Maps, they call it. Yep. That includes some of those, I, the iconic locations associated with those characters, including, and I think with the cool, one of the coolest, maybe the coolest one is, is that not only are you going to have Nakatomi Plaza mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in, in uh, Call of Duty, which is going to replace one of the buildings that already exists in the, in the game. So in this, this downloadable uh, map, but there's actually going to be a game where you try to open a vault <laughs> at the top of the tower to get the money out. I mean, it's just like the movie. If I played that game, I would want to be him. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Yeah, oh, sure. you just say him. I wasn't. <laughs> I just want to be the vault. Try to break in. <laughs> you know, I watched some footage of this on YouTube earlier, and Nakatomi Plaza looks amazing. Yeah. There's wow. five floors of playable area, hmm. and there's a bomb that goes off, so it's time sensitive. Yeah. The tower and everything looks amazing. Right. Are you gonna get it? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> You'll come over here and watch me play it. Right. <laughs> So you play that game, Will? I, well, you know, I have. Mm-hmm. I haven't played a Call of Duty in a while. Mm-hmm. I play Star Wars Battlefront very ah, often yeah. with my friends, yeah, yeah. Frank and Dave. Hey, guys, almost every night. For, for, for years, I was playing it almost every <laughs> night. The podcast has sort of slowed that down. But mm-hmm. it's similar mm-hmm. in a sense that it's a game where you run around and shoot people. Yes. You know, but it's a Star yes. Wars theme thing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's cooler. <laughs> um, but I've played Call of Duty with friends online in games similar to that where you go around and do different missions. It's fun. Mostly yeah. it's fun for the team sense of it. I don't yeah. like playing them by myself. Right. You know? Yeah. That's what my son enjoys too. He likes feeling connected yeah. to uh, yeah, other people. One of the cool things about this is, is yeah. that once you, uh, once you have these characters, yeah. Rambo and McClane, you can actually use them in the other versions. Oh. Like with the zombies and stuff. That's cool. Ooh. And I guess we should mention just like the oh. Die Hard one, the Rambo one also has not only Rambo as a playable character, but uh, you also get um, some Rambo, iconic Rambo things, including his bow and arrow, uh, mm-hmm. his uh, machine gun, knife, some other in-game goodies. And you get to play on maps that are similar to some of uh, Rambo's adventures in the jungles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not right. as cool as Nakatomi, but no. still pretty iconic. Yeah, the best part about this is, though, if this goes well, you're going to see even more Mm. because they did a test last, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but they did um, Leatherface and they did uh, Michael Myers. Huh, I do not remember that. They kind of tested it around Halloween. Mm -hmm. So that went well. So this is the next big test. If this goes well, I think you're going to see Indiana Jones. You're going to see a lot more, maybe even Remo Williams. Some of the deeper cuts. Right. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm looking right. forward to, if this does well, then maybe I might actually buy this game. If they get Indiana Jones and you fight Nazis, I'm definitely getting oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you're a Ghostbuster and you're shooting at oh ghosts instead. Okay, that would be really fun. All right. Oh, the three of us can play. We could each be a Ghostbuster. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd okay. start playing video games if we could do that. That would be fun. And Ray has to be Ray. Yeah, I think I'm more like uh, right. Venkman, though. <laughs> Let's take an online quiz. Which Ghostbuster am I? <laughs> okay, another 80s news. Hey, there's a new Conjuring film coming out. Kat, are you a fan of horror movies? Nope. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> ne- never have been. It's just not a recent phenomenon. It's just you never have been into them. I never have been. One time I saw the Halloween movie with the silver shamrock oh, in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic and movie. Best be one in the franchise. Yeah, it might be the best one. Well, okay. But it kind of horrified me, but I tried to work <laughs> it out. <laughs> I remember painting a silver oh, shamrock. Remember those markers that we had yeah, in the 80s? Yeah, yeah. You know, the paint markers. Yeah. And, um so on my pumpkin that year, I painted a big silver shamrock on it. I think I was trying to get mastery over <laughs> yes. the trauma or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. You were like going art therapy. You gave to yourself as a small child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes me so sad. Oh, no. <laughs> and we were talking about that movie last week when we were talking about mm-hmm. how Dan O'Hurley, he is the bad guy in that movie. Yeah. Right, Shocking. Right. I'm yep. still yep. shocked at that. 
We know Ray's position on all this. Right. I like all horror movies. Yeah. So. Yes, I know. <laughs> the very worst to the very best. Yeah. So comicbook.com is reporting some of the details of the new Conjuring film that's coming out in the U.S. Uh, in theaters and HBO Max on June 4th. This is the third in the series. It's called The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. And the title itself refers to an actual legal case that took place in the 1980s. Unlike some other films uh, uh, that have been coming out uh, of the horror genre, have been setting their stories in, you know, in various time periods. They're not necessarily contemporary pieces. But it makes sense for this, uh, the, the, this franchise to move into the 1980s because the films have been in the 70s. And these two characters who are based on real folks, this uh, real team, husband and wife team of uh, Ghostbusters, essentially, uh, <laughs> were most active in the 1980s. I did watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I do note that you wouldn't necessarily know it's in the 1980s. And you know James Wan, who who's the producer of the film and who directed the first one or two of them at least, uh, said, mm-hmm. you know, it's not their goal to make this, to remind you that this is in the 1980s. You know, it's not in a sense that some other pieces have, like Stranger Things, for example. Mm-hmm. And I thought the most 1980s thing in the trailer was a waterbed. Yeah. That's pretty much it though, right? <laughs> well, I, I think they're going to do a fantastic job with this one. The country movies are awesome. Mm. They they do have a new producer for this one. Yeah. He hasn't done crap. Mm. Um, the director hasn't done crap. Okay, wait. Remember the Highlander. Remember the lesson you learned from the Highlander. <sighs> but oh. this is a fantastic 80s yeah. story with demon possession being used in court. But not just that, the story of the kid also is going to be in this one. The one who is possessed. Like, I, you know, I could give away the whole plot of this thing. Well, I don't want to because I know the story. But the only reason- And I don't, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But just to be clear, the only reason you could do that because the film hasn't been released yet is because it's based on an actual story from the 1980s. And that's what Ray knows about. Correct. Oh. Now, Ray, the, in the actual story, I noticed the, the, the character they, they talk about is the real-life case of Arnie Johnson. Yeah. Now, I thought this was the story, and we talked about this, I thought, when we did our Satanic Panic episode, you know, a, a year no. ago. No, this guy was not a part of that, which I'm mm. shocked. Yeah. But once again, there were so many yeah, stories, like, yeah. we just couldn't get to all of them. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this is a huge one because- mm. This was actually the first murder that took place in Brookfield, Connecticut. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the dude claims he's possessed by a demon. Yeah. I'll watch it. You will? I will. Why? Are you going to watch the first two? Do I have to? You don't even have to watch this one. I, I just would do it because Ray seems so excited about oh, it. Oh, wow. Uh, I am actually looking <laughs> forward to this a lot. Cat. <laughs> Cat, if you... If if you're willing to do stuff just because Ray's really passionate about it, you're going to get involved in a lot of weird stuff. So I would just hey. not set the precedent. That's a good point. If you don't like horror movies, just don't watch it. I'm probably not going to watch it. You're probably not going to watch it. You know what? Actually, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. This one actually looked interesting to me because I also like oh my God. legal dramas. And so this is like, I don't know how many horror movies mix mix courtroom drama with demonic <laughs> possession, but that aspect of it is definitely real. Yeah, and that really happened. I'm, abs- I'm super excited to see how they mix the the courtroom stuff with the with the actual kids possession like that's the waterbed scene. Mm-hmm. See, I, I know you're trying not to reveal anything. I'll just ask. You I, I don't want to ruin it for people because I do know this story and I don't want to ruin it for people. I really <laughs> don't. Ar- isn't Arnie the ones claiming the demonic possession though? Yes, he is. But you you keep saying there's a kid who's a, who's the possessed one, yeah. not Arnie. I, yeah, you're already giving too much away. All right, all right, I forget. forget I don't want to ruin it. Forget, forget. <laughs> all right, is that enough of that? That's enough. Okay, that was 1980s news. If you're enjoying the show, and I don't can't see how you would be necessarily, because I feel like it's kind of <laughs> off. Uh, what? But anyway. <laughs> Just because I knew stuff today, is that why it's off? That's what <laughs> no. it is. Oh, man. Because no, I no, actually no. did my homework today. No, that's not it. Hey, if All you're right. enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. It's free. And you'll get a little reminder or the episode will just pop up and there it is. You don't have to do any work. Two things that you like, right? Things that are free. Not doing work. Woo! Um, yes, today on the show, we're going to be talking about shared movie universes. So, you know, again, mm-hmm. uh, this is set off by that. I don't want to go over it again, but you, you guys know. Yes. Some yeah. folks have said, whoop-dee-doo, Goonies and Back to the Future <laughs> may be on the same day. Here's the clues. <laughs> Who cares? So instead, I started looking to, into more interesting Easter eggs in an effort to try to connect as many movies together as possible that came out in the 1980s. Ultimately, if you count all the films and the various franchises that we're about to connect together, 
there's 26 movies that are tied together. Wow. Through Easter eggs. Now again, it, oh my goodness! See this, there's a little, there's a little uh, fudging of math going on. Only because if you're able to connect one movie, you get all of its sequels. You know, because that's the same mm-hmm. world, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. A couple of things, I guess, just sort of ground rules, so to speak. I'm talking about Easter eggs, okay? So if there's something that appears in one film that also is in another, those movies share a universe. Whether mm-hmm. it yeah. was done as a goof, whether it was done without the director's knowledge. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Right? If those two right. knuckleheads on that other show. With the di- All right, whatever. I think there's like five people that host that show. Whatever. We need five people. All right, we brought a third on, but that's it. Maxed out. Okay. To make this more interesting for you guys, we're going to do it in the form of a game. So you can see it. The folks can't see it at home, but that's okay because they'll hear the clue. There's a game board. (laughs) I was already intimidated. (laughs) I have a little game board that shows how the different movies and movie franchises are going to be connected together. And you'll move about the board as we go, uh, connecting them. Most of the boxes on here are white. There's two that are red and one that's blue. All the white ones are going to be worth five points, and then the others will be worth 10 points each. Right. I'll explain why they're different when we get there. We'll go back and forth uh, as I give you clues within each box, and whoever gets it first, based on the clue, gets the points for that. Okay. Off air, we decided by, uh, they they usually say some kind of clever phrase on these shows. Before the show started, it was decided that Ray would go first. What? (laughs) No, Kat's going first. Oh, I thought she said I'll let Ray go first. No. Okay. No, I said I was feeling brave. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Off air, the show, before the show began- it was decided that cat would go first. Okay, so we're going to start in the upper left corner, right? This is where we're going to start. Okay. So the first film we're going to give you a shot at guessing for five points is a 1985 action film. Mm-hmm. Kat, oh, he's f- rubbing his hands together. I'll give you the first yeah. clue, cat, and then we'll go Kay. back and forth and see if one of you guys gets this. Okay. So 1985 action film. Your first clue is it was directed by Mark Lester. And written by Stephen D'Souza. Pass. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Second clue goes to you, right? All right. It starred Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. I'm going to go with Predator. That is incorrect. Eh, that's all right. Okay. Third clue goes back to you, Kat. Uh-huh. Uh, and the clue is the plot. A retired military officer tries to rescue a family member who is being held hostage in the fictional country of Valverde. Commando? That's right! (laughs) Holy cow! (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, Arnold was the, yeah. (laughs) I was thinking of Arnold there. All right. Very good. You're in trouble, man. You did not see that coming, did you? I did it. I hardly ever win a trivia. Come on. Oh, no. All right, right. You get to go next. Uh, start off right. the next one, and you get to pick where you want to go. So, again, the blue I want to go blue. Oh, I want to go right to blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the The blue one here is actually a TV drama. So, unlike the other ones on okay. this board, this is the only one that's a TV show. Uh, it's from 1988, 1988. It's a TV drama. And your first clue is, it was created, written, and executive produced by Steven D'Souza. I just mentioned that guy's name a moment ago. Did you really? TV drama? I'm going to say Hill Street Blues. That is incorrect. Shocking. Um, (laughs) Clue number two. The show followed the lives of U.S. Navy pilots. Mm, Nope. I got nothing. You guys are never going to get this one. This one will be worth 50 points. Oh, no. Clue number three. The show and the book upon which it's based were named after the military vehicle upon which the show is set. Uh, Airwolf? That is incorrect. All right, this is a really short-lived show that ran from March through May of 1988. It suffered from low ratings due to being opposite Murder, She Wrote on one channel and Family Ties on the other, so it only lasted eight episodes before being canceled. It was called Super Carrier. Oh. <laughs> I never okay. even heard of that You show. never heard of it? Neither And I. you ask, like, Cat, don't pick the colored one. <laughs> All right, the blue one was They're definitely impossible. The, hard, the blue one was definitely the They're hardest impossible. one. The, the, the red is not impossible, really. Seriously, that one should have been worth 50 points. Red is still 10 points. And, okay. and how this is connected to, to, how is this connected to Commando? Well, I did mention Commando was written by Steven D'Souza. Supercarrier was written, created by, and executive produced by Steven D'Souza. Okay. Commando is set in the fictional country of Valverde. And episode mm-hmm. number five of Supercarrier places its main characters in the fictional country of Valverde. Oh. 
So those two, fantastic. Mm, the those two entities mm. or franchises exist in the same universe. How do we miss that? <laughs> <laughs> How do we miss a show that only lasted eight episodes in 1988 even? Huh. All right, Kat, you go next. So you can pick uh, anything branching off of the commando box there. Uh, I'd like to move away from the red. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be scared of the red. The blue, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Should have had a skull and crossbones on it. <laughs> so, I don't, under commando there. Under commando. All right. Under commando yeah. is a 1987 Ooh. sci-fi action film. Okay. Clue number one. Mm-hmm. It was directed by John McTiernan. Uh, Ray. <laughs> it's all you. All right. These are like the, the trivia questions I ask. They're, <laughs> they're mean. I've heard right. them. Clue number two. This 1987 sci-fi action movie starred Arnold Schwarzenegger. <sighs> Oh, Predator. The correct answer is Predator. Yes. That's what I was going to say if it came back to me. Now, this film was uh, written by Jim and John Thomas. But in spite of that, Stephen D'Souza, <laughs> oh, is he who back? I just told you, <laughs> wrote Commando and created Supercarrier, mm-hmm. believed oh. that Predator was also set in the fictional country of Val Verde. Oh, my gosh. Huh. Now, both Commando <laughs> and Predator were produced by Joel Silver, but... Um, in the movie Predators, the 2010 uh, film, one of the characters says that the events of the original film took place in Guatemala, mm-hmm. though parts of the film's first act take place in another country. So that doesn't necessarily jive. It seems like there's still an opportunity for Valverde to bend one of the countries. Mm-hmm. Also, as Empire Magazine points out, pointed out in 2012, there's other discrepancies that make it possible that Valverde is the actual setting of uh, Predator. Um, one of the characters points to a map when giving instructions that shows a mountain range that would place the action in central Brazil. But a mm. comic mm-hmm. for Predator by Dark Horse says the location is Colombia, and the novelization of the movie says it's in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. The answer, according to Stephen D'Souza, is, well, it's, the reason there's a disparity is because it's actually not a real story. These are all, this is all fiction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he says <laughs> that, quote, Predator is set in Valverde. Nice. He stands by that. All right. Yes. All right. So now, where do you want to go, uh, Ray? You can branch off a of Predator or branch off of Commando. For the folks at home, the one branch off Commando is heading towards the red boxes, which are films. <laughs> you know, I, I, maybe I should tell you why they're red. All should right. I tell you that? No, because, mm. yeah, they're hard. Um, we'll go, the, we'll go. No, the, no, that's not, and they're not hard. They're not hard. That's not why. No. They, they, they're, there's, hmm. hmm, that's what I was saying. I don't want to discourage you from that. No, no, no. I'm going, okay. I'm going to go the other direction. I'm going south. He's working his way down the Arnold section. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> The clue below Predator is a 1986 sci-fi action film. Mm -hmm. Clue number one, it was written and directed by James Cameron. Oh. Hmm. I should know that. (laughs) I thought you'd get that for sure. (laughs) You know, the the part is, all I can think of is Avatar. Oh, no. Yes, no. (laughs) Incorrect. Okay, clue number two, Kat. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had been giving the star as clue number two and the plot is number three. I flip-flopped it on a couple of them because I thought it was way too easy the other way around. But <laughs> okay, the first cool. clue is definitely the hardest and they get easier after that. Clue number two for oh, you, Kat, no. is 57 mm-hmm. years. I should also say this. I don't know. Maybe I should have. Never mind. I won't. Clue number two, <laughs> oh, no. 57 years after surviving an attack aboard a space vessel, a military Ooh. officer tries to warn others about the attackers. Ray's going crazy there. <laughs> Ray's, Ray's He's so frustrated he didn't <laughs> guess it right the I first just time. Remember. No. <laughs> okay, well, a space vessel. Yeah, yeah, space vessel. Is kind of making me think of aliens. The answer is aliens is right. Is it aliens? Oh my god. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. <laughs> God. Oh my God. You know, Ray, you and I, we don't really it's know gosh. what cats, I don't know, uh, wheelhouse, how deep my her repertoire. movie yeah, knowledge <laughs> is. In fact, we don't even know what sort of you, where your deepest sort of, I guess, you know, well of 80s pop culture is. You know, Ray and I have our different sort of areas. There's some overlap yes. in a lot of them, but well, we don't know. So I don't know what you're going to know. But so I, I'll say I'm surprised you know yes. these ones, but <laughs> how, how would I know? I mean, but you know or don't know, I guess. Like I said, it's funny that I thought of Avatar before <laughs> Aliens. Yes. Because I fell asleep in the theater during that movie. Avatar, yeah. Ooh. It clearly it, made an yeah. impression. It was fun. Yeah, I can't believe did. there's supposed to be five sequels to it. I don't know how you do that. But 
So clue number three was, it stars Sigourney Weaver. But you didn't even need that clue. The answer, of course, <laughs> you're right, is Aliens. The connection, mm-hmm. any of you guys, this is a pretty The connection between Aliens and Predator? Aliens yeah. and Predator. It's a pretty easy one. It would be the movie... Alien vs. Predator, Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> oh! Yes. There's a series of films and comic oh books and other <laughs> material that places these two characters in the same universe, okay. fighting one another. All right. Okay, so uh, Kat, now it's your chance to pick uh, where you want us to go on the board. Connect. You can each okay. branch off of Aliens or branch off Commando, which is headed towards those inevitable... Red boxes. Oh. Someone will be going towards the red boxes. They're not really harder. <laughs> if I said why they're red, you're going to be like, oh, that's dumb. After that, after that blue box, I don't believe yeah. you. <laughs> yes. Before yeah. I pick the next square, I just wanted to point out, I really wanted Sigourney Weaver to win yes. the smash bracket. Hmm. That's who I really I wanted. I think we to got win. some angry emails from some people about that. <laughs> hey, All right. look, we just, huh? we followed our intuition <laughs> and knowledge. Tried to play whatever. to the judges. Well, next year will be different because then, you know, whatever it is, you'll be- uh, You'll be a part of the problem. (laughs) And you can get hate mail. I'll get hate mail. Yay, hate mail. All right. All right. I'm going to go closer to the red now. (gasps) Oh, Feeling courageous. Now where I thought we were going to go. I'm curious. Okay, 1988 action film and the first clue goes to you, Kat. And it is. Mm -hmm. The film was directed by John McTiernan. We've heard his name already. And written by Jeb Stewart and- Stephen D'Souza. Yes, I've heard them all, and I have no idea what this could be. All right. <laughs> Yay. Clue number two. It stars Bruce Willis. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, what's the one where he's whistling and singing? Um, Hudson Hawk. Ooh, I love I'm, that movie. I'm going to go with that one. I wish it came out in the 80s, but no, incorrect. What? Hudson Hawk came out in the it was 80s? like 91. Are you sure? Yeah. You know why? Because I wanted to do a thing on it because I love that movie. That's the only reason I remember. Hmm. Nope. Huh. All right. Clue number three goes back to Cat. Mm-hmm. Here's the plot summary. A police officer tries to save his wife and others taken hostage <laughs> during an office party. Or he's going to start punching himself again. <laughs> I'm kind of lucky because this is pretty much the only Bruce Willis action movie oh. that I know. Okay. And we were just talking about this character for the <laughs> Call of Duty, right? That's right. I mean, I don't die know. Wait, hard. what? <laughs> okay. I just feel like I'm giving it away. Yes, Die Hard is correct. Uh, so I'm just going to ask you both. Mm-hmm. How do you think this movie may connect to Commando? I don't know enough about Commando. Yes, you do. I do? Based on everything I've told you guys tonight. I'm going to say it takes place at the same place. Okay, that's close enough. So what it is is, and you know what? I realized I wasn't being, maybe giving you enough information. So while the first Die Hard doesn't directly connect to the other films in the shared universe, the second film, which was also Mm -hmm. written by Steven D'Souza, along with Doug Richardson, (laughs) it does. You'll recall in that film, William Sadler, you know, who plays Death in Bill and Ted, uh, his character, who's a former military guy, shuts down an airport in an attempt to rescue a General Esperanza who's a drug lord and dictator who's being extradited oh. to the U.S. for stand trial. Guess which country Esperanza is the dictator of? <laughs> the one from Commando. Valverde, yes. Val- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Wow. Man, so Kat's got 15 <laughs> points and Ray's got five if I'm doing this right. Yeah. There, this is a mixed up day. There's something wrong here. <laughs> Maybe Ray's just being a gentleman. I am oh. not a gentleman. How dare you? <laughs> Now that Ray's going to make a sexist remark just to make sure we know. All right. Uh, Ray, where would you like to go? You got two uh, red boxes me, off of Yeah, Hart. let's go back down below Aliens. The red ones are worth 10 oh. points. I want to go back to Aliens because I got a, I got a so good- So did I tell you why they're red? No, I got a good feeling about this one. I absolutely think I know this one. <laughs> With no clues. Ray, you said you had a good feeling about playing this whole game. No, I got a good feeling about this <laughs> I one. I see. Cause you, okay. All right. Okay. Because you think you already I'm know the connection. Some, all right. This is I good. think I know the connection. I like this. All right. Oh. I like this. Okay. Very good. All right. I'm curious. The one, the uh, next film, which is connected to Aliens in our shared universe, movie universe is a 1982 sci-fi action film. I think Ray can get it from that. If he's thinking what I'm thinking. Is that my clue? Oh, sorry. I didn't give you- <laughs> <laughs> You're right. All right. <laughs> clue number one. Hooray. It was directed by Ridley Scott. Oh, Ridley Scott, huh? Mm-hmm. That's not where I thought we were going to go. Oh, oh really? <laughs> okay. I thought we were going for weird science, so. Oh. oh. Well, I want to know how you can connect aliens to weird science because- Bill Paxton. Oh. Hmm. 
but they're not the same person, are they? <laughs> I know, but that's that's what really? I was thinking. I think they no, 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 they definitely can't be because uh, right, yeah, those movies are like a hundred years apart. But it doesn't mm. work. So, well, Ray, I think you know too many movies. I don't know enough, and you know too many. <laughs> <laughs> okay, clue number two, which is for you, Cat. So, nineteen eighty mm-hmm. sci-fi action directed by Ridley Scott. Clue number mm-hmm. two, which is where Ray starts kicking himself every time. It stars Harrison Ford. Oh, it's like an Indiana Jones movie, right? That is incorrect. No. Oh, no. Uh, it's, uh, it's Blade Runner. That's correct. Oh, it's Blade God. Runner. I even saw that during the pandemic. For the you first did? Time. Oh. <laughs> I did. I hope you saw the final or ultimate director's cut, whatever they call it. I don't know. It, it probably doesn't matter a whole lot. But Ridley Scott eventually returned to the film and said, all right, this is it. This is the definitive way it's supposed to have been because the studio made him change certain things uh, back in the 1980s when it first came out. And so he, you know, he made it the way he intended originally. And there's some things as a result that make it more likely that Deckard is a replicant. Mm. No, he's not. I, well, I, I think in the sequel, they make it pretty clear he is, I think. Nope. You didn't no. see the sequel. <laughs> I don't need to see it. Harrison Ford is not a, a replicant. No, I agree. Harrison Ford is not. I think I'm really embarrassed now. What did it say before it said Blade Runner? What was it? Did it say sci-fi? Yes. And I'm all like Indiana Jones. So That's yeah. Okay. All right. I am terrible at trivia. I'm, I'm good at a lots of pressure, pressure situations. Trivia, I can't remember things. Basic things. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Hey, before we move on, what is the connection between Blade Runner and Aliens? Well, the, the, I guess the very obvious thing to say is that they both have very... convincing realistic androids, right? And uh, they cause trouble in both films. In the Aliens film, they wind up having some different nefarious Mm -hmm. sort of agenda or being the, uh, you know, the uh, uh, incubator for aliens. Um, And and I'm including the prequels in that too, because in the prequels, uh, you know, they get into some more uh, mischief, mischief, let's say. (laughs) Uh, But we've got even more, that's not enough, right? There's robots in lots of, you know, androids in lots of films. Uh, we can get even more specific. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of Alien, the original film, Ripley manages to get into a skate pod where she starts the engines by turning a blue screen into a red screen uh, and has mm. a very you know, specific look to it. Well, in Blade Runner, uh, there's an officer who starts his spinner uh, by also commencing the same screens, blue <laughs> into red. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can get even more uh, definitive and leave no question to it because, you know, the, the, the corporation that's the, you know, quote unquote evil corporation in Blade Runner is called the Tyrell Corporation. They make the androids, uh, you know, so then they're ultimately responsible for what the androids do, which is a bunch of bad things. And the Wayland Corporation is the similar company in the franchise, in the Alien franchise, you know. But the confirmation of the relationship between these two companies came in the 20th anniversary Alien DVD, which was released in 1999. There's a DVD extra on that uh, titled Nostromo Dossier, which mentions that Dallas, who was the captain of the Alien ship in the first film, was taking a paycheck from the Tyrell Corporation. Oh. Again, the company from Blade Runner. Huh. All right. Uh, where would you like to go, Ray? You got a, two red boxes. Uh, trust th- me. Got to trust me on this. You got a big deficit to make up. I thought I just picked... Cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's two red boxes. You could really put Ray in a hole here. You got to trust me. <laughs> I could put Ray in a hole. Hmm. So right. you got two red boxes, or you can pick the one white box connected to Blade Runner. I'm going for broke. Yeah. Red. Oh. She's going right. right. Which one would you like? The uh, the higher one or the lower one here? Mm. Two branching Uh, off of Die Hard. The upper one, please. Okay. Your clue is a 1994 action thriller. 94? Yeah, so these are red. 84. No, these are red because they're not from the 1980s. (gasps) Holy sh. Oh Oh my God. This is. I get it. This is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should have made them worth less points because they're inferior movies from a worse decade. (laughs) Okay, 1994 action thriller. And your first clue is. It was directed by Jan de Bont. I, nope. All right. Ray. Ray, clue number two, 1994 action thriller. You could tie with this one, Ray. All right. Clue number two stars Keanu Reeves. Hmm. Drawing a blank here, but. Draw the answer instead. Okay, let me, <laughs> let me figure this out. Might help me though. <laughs> 94 Keanu Reeves? Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if, see, I usually see movies in the theater when they come out. Ray doesn't go to the movies as much as I do. So for, I don't. so for me, a lot of movies I'm able to remember by other things that were happening around the time it came out. Literally, it might be like, oh, I remember when I was in the parking lot of the movie theater and this song came on. So therefore, mm-hmm. the film must have come out, you know. But since Ray sees them later on cable or TV, you know, or, or, or tape or something, mm-hmm. DVD, 
I think the years are elude him, except for the 80s, which, you know, he's... They do f*** me. No. Man, that, this is garbage. I'm going to go Matrix. That was a good guess. That is incorrect. All right, Cat. You could really just bury him now. Although I think he might still have a chance of catching up, maybe, with the remaining clues. <laughs> I'm sure he does have a chance. 1994 action thriller directed by Jan DeBont. Stars Keanu Reeves. And clue number three is a young police officer must prevent a terrorist from killing passengers aboard a public vehicle. Ah, fuck. Ray always gets them at this point. Yeah, I do. How is it that you're always getting clue two, but... Oh, I know it. I know it now, and yes. I should have known it before, but... Young police officer I, must prevent a terrorist from killing passengers aboard a public vehicle. I don't know. All right, Ray, here's your chance to steal and tie the game. What is right. the answer? That will be speed. Speed is correct! Oh, my goodness. That's right. <laughs> so, So how is... Speed connected to Die Hard. All right, check this out. In the first Die Hard, mm. they, if you remember, the terrorists sneak into Nakatomi, Nakatomi Plaza using mm. a stolen vehicle that says Pacific Courier on it. Mm -hmm. which they hide inside, and then once they're in the garage, they all come out and start doing you know, the mischievous things they need to do to take over the plaza, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In Speed, the plane that gets destroyed by the exploding bus has the logo on it, Pacific Courier Freight. Oh. Nice. The director wow. of Speed who made his film debut here, Jan DeBond, was also the director of photography for Die Hard. Huh. Oh, all right. All right, so Speed now is in the same universe as Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And I think as Look far as- them all connected there. I think as far as yeah. timelines work out, this probably is, you know, okay. What's Blade Runner set, right? You remember, two, is it 2000? It's, uh, oh no, 2020, right? When were we talking about Blade Runner during 2020? Because we, we had uh, Professor Demetria Gazzia on. Yeah, it's-, it's yeah. 2020 or 2020, something like that, yeah. You know, as far as speed, which is set in 94, we don't know what 2020 is going to look like in that world. It could very well be like the Blade Runner world. It's, it's all could fiction. Could be. All right. Yeah. This next one goes to Ray, right? I, I'm going back down to Blade Runner. Let's go that direction. Raymond, <laughs> you got a red one. You could catch up. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> you know why they're red you just now. Said I was, you just said I was tied. Oh, you are? Oh, because you got speed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm, I'm going to nickel and dime my way to a win here. <laughs> but if you get the one and it's five and she gets another five, then it's tied still. Then it's whoever gets the red. Oh, either way. Yeah, we're, 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 we're heading down to the That's red. It. All right. Blade Runner. The clue Ray's next. being a low roller. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the film connected to Blade Runner is a 1985 sci-fi film. And your first clue, Ray, it was directed by Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> Come on, Ray. Come on. <laughs> no. Please, for the integrity of the show. Are we going back to the future? Yes, back to the future is right. Great. Just ekes out the lead with just five more points. Oh, that's funny. This is going to be a tale to tell your grandchildren All right. About. How are you going to tie this one together? Oh, boy. In Back to the Future, not the first one, but in the second film, one of the spinners, which are the flying vehicles like Deckard uses. Oh, I know this now that you say it. Yes. It can be seen on the, parked on the street. When the uh, flying Jeep lands when uh, Marty's in the future 2015. Oh. The vehicle itself was actually built by legendary designer Gene Winfield, who built a bunch of different high-tech and unusual futuristic vehicles, and which were often used in films, or he was commissioned directly to do stuff for films. He built the shuttle that was used for Star Trek. He built the 6000 SUX in RoboCop. And his reactor vehicle is used a number of different times, including being retooled for 1966 Batman, in which it, it appeared as the Catmobile. The Catmobile? Yeah, the Catmobile. Yeah. Are you a fan of the 66 <laughs> Batman TV series? There's only one right answer. <laughs> Why, of course I am. <laughs> Never heard of the Catmobile, though. I want one. This <laughs> is a whole other conversation we have to dedicate an episode to. Okay. Mm -hmm. And somehow avoid bat-splaining. <laughs> uh, talk to HR with Ray now. Called down HR. Okay. So, uh, Kat, where would you like to go? You, you get the red one. There's no way he can win. I got to try for the red. All right. Yeah, I guess just strategically, you got to do that. All right, the red one is also not a 1980s film. It is 19, a 1991 action thriller. Okay. It's a trickier one, but speed was also worth 10 points. I don't, it doesn't make sense. All right, whatever. Your first mm -hmm. clue is it was directed by Russell McCahey, produced by Joel Silver, and written by Steven D'Souza. <laughs> There's D'Souza again. This guy has written a lot of films. You would not believe it. He sure has. Well, all those names are kind of familiar, but they are not helping me mm. at this moment. <laughs> all right. This is a tough one, I admit. Okay. All right, Ray. You, the second clue is for you, Ray. This 1991 right. action thriller stars Denzel Washington. Is it Fallen? 
Oh, that's a good guess. But no, it's not. Hmm. It's not. That's the one with uh, John, uh, what's his name in it, right? Uh, yeah, that's the one where they're whistling the song. Yeah, 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 the Rolling Stones song. Um, okay, clue number three goes to Cat, and it is the plot. Mm-hmm. A district attorney is terrorized by the criminal he put away years ago when he was a cop. It's a hard one. And now you're getting a sense of how well-versed I am hmm. <laughs> in movies. Oh. All right, now that you got it then. So the the game oh. remains with Ray as a lead of five points uh, over Cat's. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see, Ray, Ray with the lead of, sorry, whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ray's in the lead, we know okay. that. By five I points. think I'm up by five. Yes, you are. It's 20 to 15. Okay, the answer is Ricochet, Oh, which I oh. vaguely, vaguely remember. And here's how it's oh. connected to Die Hard. Among mm-hmm. Denzel Washington's many co-stars was Mary Ellen Trainer, who you would recognize in a heartbeat if you saw her. Unfortunately, she passed away about uh, six years ago. She's appeared in many 1980s films. She was the police psychiatrist in Lethal Weapon, who was always trying to take care of Riggs. She was the mother mm-hmm. in The Goonies uh, to, oh. uh, to, uh, to Bran and uh, Mikey. And in this film, she played news reporter Gail Wallens which is the same character she also played in Die Hard. All right. She was also married to Robert Zemeckis for 20 years. All right, there's only one left on the board, and it goes to Ray. And the final- So I get the impossible question. He gets the first clue. It's just one of the five-point boxes here. And it is the last Starfighter. Uh, Dude, what did you just do? On there, Christ! <laughs> no, all right. Are you kidding Darn, me? I could have maybe gotten this one. All right, I, 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 this makes me so mad. You know how much time I took to make this thing? What? What? That happened. Oh, no. oh, that's funny. Oh, somehow my things got moved. That's why. It says it's a space opera. Yeah. Oh, it is a space opera. opera. Yeah. All right, so I screwed it up. What? I'm sure Ray's not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually surprised. Cat may be surprised at my level of profanity when I'm super frustrated with myself. But really, okay, here we are. So I'll give you the clues anyway. So the answer was the last yes. starfighter. Of course, it's uh, you know it's kismet. I don't know. It's karma that it, it ha- happened to be the last starfighter. But uh, of course, the film, mm-hmm. according to the clues, was directed by Nick Castle, written by Jonathan Betchel. Clue number two stars Lance Guest and Catherine Mary Stewart. Clue number three, a video game expert is transported to another planet, only to learn his favorite video game was just a test. You know, the connection. Hmm. The connection. Man, this is tough. Can I guess? Yeah. The, the DeLorean hearse. That's right. Yeah. That's what made me think of it when you said that last week. Yeah. Yes, Kat, you got it right. The star car also appears on the street in 2015 when the uh, Jeep is uh, coming in for a landing. And that was also designed by Jean, Jean Winfield as well. All right. Hey, look, we, we still wow. have to determine a winner here. So I do have a backup question in case I screwed things up. <laughs> I still want to talk about that being an opera, though. That I, I can't quite figure <laughs> well, that you out. Know, Space opera yeah. is a thing. Yeah. Well, it, it that sounds like a really cool thing, but there was no singing, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Space yeah. opera just means that they didn't know what to call it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so they call it a space opera. Yeah. <laughs> George Lucas has referred to Star Wars as a space yeah. opera as well. Yes. I have heard that actually. It, okay. Uh, look, it's a, yeah. Okay. Kat, you're, a, you're a learned person. Opera must, what in the original Latin must mean something really dramatic and not necessarily sung or something. Right. Because you know, yeah. operas is so over the top. Yes. Yes. It All has right. more to do with drama. I suppose. All right. Here is my <laughs> backup uh, Easter egg. I got to tell you, this one's a little more uh, tenuous, but (laughs) all right. You'll see why in a moment, but it is like my hold on this game. (laughs) It is branching, uh, branching off of aliens, off of aliens. Okay. And it is a 1987 sci-fi comedy. That's my clue. That's your clue. That's your clue. (laughs) That's my clue. (laughs) No, that's not your clue. I'm sorry. I did it. I did it again. (laughs) Sorry, that's just the genre in the year. Okay. God dang it. I'm not good at that. I, when this gets edited, you're going to swear I'm Alex Trebek with Cat when you hear it. Oh, every he'll do it amazing. Like, every he'll game edit goes the like this. Out of this. He would. Clue number one is it was written and directed by Mel Brooks. 1987 sci fi comedy written and directed by Mel Brooks oh. and connected somehow to aliens. Connected to aliens? Mm-hmm. Well, Mel, Mel Brooks. Didn't he do Spaceballs? Yes, Spaceballs is correct. Oh my 
my God. How is it connected to aliens? Wonder of wonders. Yeah, yeah I said this How one's a little tenuous as far as the other ones are solid. Hmm. Any, guess, um. any guess there, Cat and or Ray? <laughs> oh, I know what it is. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, you know what it is? I do. This, this, I could take an hour. Okay, right. what about is this, so I think you better just go. It's the, the alien pops up and starts dancing and singing, Hello, yes. my baby. Hello, my darling. Yeah. Actor John oh Hurt reprises his role as Kane, the character he played in Alien, the first alien film, oh. uh, in which the alien bursts from his chest in space balls, much in the way it did in the original alien movie. If I'd been able yep. to rewatch that like I wanted to, I think it was on Netflix for <laughs> part of the pandemic, and we were like, Oh, yeah, yeah, let's watch that. And then it was gone. You know what I realized? This makes it a tie. <gasps> what? Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Why are you happy? You had the win in your palms. But you're the movie mm. expert. It just well, would have oh, felt a little uh, wrong. I'm, I'm glad at least you got Spaceball since I screwed up you getting the last Starfighter. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Next time I got to just... This is what, see, this is what Ray could easily say. It's because mm -hmm. I made it fancy. If I just did it the Ray way, I wouldn't have screwed up. It'd be written on cards. That's not true. Like I've said before, I get about 20% of these trivia questions right, so. Yeah, but you don't screw it up when you're hosting trivia. I screw it oh, up. That's true. That's true. I'm a much more efficient host when we're doing <laughs> trivia. Yeah. For trivia? Yeah. If it helps you feel any better when I do a, a Zoom breakout room yep. with the kids in the classroom <laughs> I'm with, I'll- be like, what number? Oh, here's number 20. What number comes before? Not, like, I'll give them the answer by oh. every, time. <laughs> every time. So I do have a, other films that fit together that have connections, a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. I really wanted them to make them fit into the larger universe here because like I mentioned, if you consider all the films in, uh, that spun off of the various ones we discussed, you've mm -hmm. got like 26 films plus a TV show yeah. that are connected. You know, so Last Starfighter mm -hmm. is in the same universe as The Predator. I don't know what to do with these other ones. <laughs> Maybe it's just for another episode. You want to you want to save them for another episode? Yeah, I could. Maybe we can yeah. somehow expand on them. Because yeah, John Hughes is an easy tie. Yeah, I was trying to avoid anything that's kind of, I guess, created by written obvious. By everybody that's yeah. I mean, Steve D'Souza, mm -hmm. Stephen D'Souza, was <laughs> he's all over the place. You know what? That guy's lazy. <laughs> he should have whole new universes yes. instead of just, mm. you know, falling back on his go-to. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because this Val Verde, this fictional country that he created has been used now by a number of other people in their properties as well. So you'll, if you, you can, it actually has its yeah. own Wikipedia page too. So if you go there, you can see all, or at least whoever took the time to write them on there, different mm -hmm. places. It was used films, TV shows, games, books, mm. et cetera. All right, the end of the episode. I don't know how this ends. I'm not going to ask you know Gray. How it ends. I'm not going to ask Gray if we prove. You anything. absolutely we know how this we ends. We do not prove anything anymore. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, but I'm just not going to ask you any question, except for I mean, in theory, the thesis. We have the proven. Idea. I didn't ask you if you beyond a shadow it. of a I doubt. I do not care <laughs> that every movie made in the yeah. '80s can mm -hmm. be tied back to another movie from the '80s. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, I wonder if in doing this episode, we're somehow tied to that other podcast and now we're in a shared universe with them. <laughs> All right. Hey, we will talk to you next time on 1980s Now. See ya. Later. Later.